Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's your fault I fell asleep. Too snuggly. Sips tea out of my brand new mug that matches yours because we went to a musical over the weekend and she's wearing the shirt. I always said, like, wear your shirt and then we can be totally matchy. And I was like, that's maybe I should have, but I've also worn that shirt on the podcast many a time, so it didn't feel as urgent. Yeah. This is the first time I've worn mine, so... I love it. But yes, we had a fun little adventure over the weekend. Do we want to Maybe. share any details of that before we get into what we have planned for today? Well, I mean, obviously, we saw Beetlejuice the musical. Which Give us your actually... review. I happen to have this sitting right here. I love it. I've Harley already talked about my love of that musical here before. It was good. Yeah, like we had talked about... Um, as we were walking back or to the parking lot afterward. Like, it always feels weird because it's something from my childhood. Mm-hmm. You know, to it's it's always so risky when you see something from, you know, your childhood that's so beloved. Like, what are they going to do to it? But I liked it. I will take it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As I'm sitting here wearing the t-shirt and drinking out of the mug and holding <laughs> it Um... And we went to a fun sushi restaurant. Man. We went to a really fun sushi restaurant. Everyone I have told about that gets, like, so excited. Who have you told? My mom. My mom's really excited. Yeah. Did I show you that my mom texted me afterwards about the the robot and was like, bring that home with you? Yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Like, if you order drinks, they're delivered by robot. Like... Who wouldn't be excited about that? I know we went to a sushi restaurant that had sushi on a conveyor belt and had a little robot that brought us matcha. It was wonderful. Uh, Highly recommend. So much sushi. So much. Absolutely delightful. But yeah, that was our little weekend adventure. And now here we are on another beautiful Wednesday, but this will be dropping for you, the viewer slash listener, on a... Friday or on a Thursday if someone finally decides to subscribe to our Patreon, but who knows? That'll be March already. Isn't that wild? Um, everything for tonight comes from the internet. Shocker. But it's there's a lot of stuff on the internet. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on the internet. But I have already sent everything that uh is nest. No, I do that every time. Every time I mean to open up the chat in the video call, mm-hmm. I exit full screen. Okay. And I need to stop doing it. Okay. But yeah, the first thing I have for us is a post I found on Reddit, which, uh, what is the best way for me to go about this? Okay, here, I will... Can I click on the... Fo- oh, and I can click on the photo. Perfect. Okay. So, the caption for this picture is... Trivia tonight almost caused a small riot. No team was happy. And it is about a, um, this picture, um, from, like, a bar trivia round, and it is essentially, you, you pick, it's called Odd One Out. This is Superhero Edition. There are four, uh, superheroes named for every question. You have a group of four superheroes, and you have to pick 
the one that does not belong. So I thought we should try to do this and see if it causes a small riot here. I didn't actually look through all of them because I wanted to see if we hit a point where we're like, wait a second, I see why people were angry. Yeah, I glanced at it. I tried not to read it too closely because I wanted to be sort of fresh on it. So, I mean, I'm gonna pull this up on the screen here and say we should have at it. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Okay, question number one. Hero that doesn't belong. Who does not belong? Aquaman, Green Lantern, Daredevil, The Flash. Who of those four does not fit? I think, I mean, it's Daredevil, right? What's your reasoning? He's the one who's not in the Justice League? Ah. Uh, okay. I, mean, I hadn't thought about it yet because I was about to say a thing um, that I think probably a lot of, where a lot of the conflict and disagreement comes from is that a lot of the characters in the comics have, like, different histories. Yeah. You know, where they've changed the story multiple times. And so, like, in some cases, there might be an alternate, like, not in this case, there's not going to be an alternate reality or Green Lanterns in the, the Justice League. He was in the Justice Society of America, but... Oh, some you're going to know more than me here. No. Not really. Okay. Fair Just enough. Just because I can pull out the Justice Society of America. Yeah. JSA. I mean, clearly I didn't know about that. That's the thing I'm hearing for the first time tonight. Aquaman's yeah, I would say I would say Daredevil. Also, isn't Daredevil <laughs> Marvel? Yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't belong in two ways. Yeah. Okay, so the next one. Spider-Man, Batman, Doctor Strange, Superman. Who is the odd one out here? I would say Batman. Why? Because he's the only one without some sort of extraordinary power. Oh my god, I was gonna say Doctor Strange, because he's the, he's the only one who doesn't have man in his name. <laughs> See, this is probably why. Oh because... shit, yeah, no, yeah. this is... This might be a little more difficult than I initially thought. Okay, so yeah, those are two... Two valid an Those are two yeah. valid answers to that question. Okay. Uh, let's move right along to number three. Mm, I don't know about this. Scarlet Witch, Captain America, Thor, Iron Man. Scarlet Witch isn't an Avenger, correct? She is in the Avengers. Fuck. I don't know if, if at any point she's officially considered an Avenger, but she's in the Avenger movies. Okay, yeah, I was thinking, like, she's not officially, like, in the Avengers lineup. I was just gonna say she's a woman. Also that. And also, what side is she on in Civil War? No, because that doesn't matter. Well, maybe it does. Because I know... Oh, gosh. Captain yeah. America and Iron Man are on different sides in Civil War. If Thor and Scarlet Witch are on the same side... I don't think they are. Okay, so then never- yeah, I guess- But again, I'm not 100%. She's the only woman? You know, this is one of those cases where I'm actually glad we don't have a huge audience, because the odds of us having a huge, like, comic book nerd who's gonna call this out are lower. You know, when you put it like that- Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, sure it's, maybe it's okay. Yeah. Okay, four. Jessica Jones, The Punisher, Iron Fist- Luke Cage. The Punisher. Yeah, the Punisher. He's the only one who's not Marvel. The Punisher's Marvel. No, who the fuck am I thinking? The Punisher's Marvel, really? Yeah, he's um he's the only one of the four that isn't part of uh oh my god. God. I'm gonna lose it. Hold on. I have to, I have to Google because I'm gonna lose my mind. Jessica Jones could also be the odd one out because she's the only girl in that group as well. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say the same thing like while you were talking before about the other one, the Defenders. I don't know what the, I don't know what the fuck this shit is. <laughs> this is the fun thing about having stopped caring about Marvel movies. Well, no, this isn't based on the the movies. This is the the Marvel Netflix series. Oh yeah, no, I'm aware that that exists. Because... Again, um, I've stopped giving a fuck about Marvel properties. 
Yeah, all, all four of them had their own Marvel series on Netflix, but only um, three of them were part of the Defenders. The the other one, the other the fourth member of the Defenders is Daredevil. Okay, noted. So number four, I, or five rather, I think this one is another one that has two, because you have the Hulk, the Invisible Woman, Mr. Fantastic, and the Thing. Again, Invisible Woman, only lady in the only group. Woman. However, the Hulk, I believe... No, no. No, the Fantastic Four is Marvel, right? Is I the Fantastic so. Four Marvel? Right, I was just looking at it and thinking, um... I actually don't know that much about the history of the Invisible Woman. Because, like, one of my first thoughts was, okay, the the Hulk, Mr. Fantastic, the thing, those were all the result of, like, sort of accidents. Oh, lab accident. like, oh, accidents. Yeah. Google. But I'm not sure about the Invisible Woman, because I don't really know much about her. I'm just going to see if I can find out real quick. How did the Invisible Woman... get her powers. Uh, this is literally just the first result off of Wikipedia. The Invisible Woman received her powers after cosmic radiation triggered mutagenic changes in her body. Was that in the lab? I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, mm, Hold on. Welcome to two women on the internet talk about superheroes. Try to try to understand superheroes, or try to keep things straight. Um, I did. I'm not. I don't think it's a lab accident. So she's also the one who hasn't. I think hasn't gotten her powers in a lab accident. Yeah, I, yeah I'm starting to see how this caused a riot. Yeah, and it, even if it were a lab accident, like I know. The Hulk and Mr. Fantastic, like, those are, they're scientists. Mm -hmm. I can't remember if the Thing was a scientist. I believe he was. Okay. So, I don't know if the Invisible Woman was a scientist or not. You know, like, I'm my best with my very limited knowledge. Yeah, I don't know a lot about comic books. Okay. Six, we have, I believe these are, like, storyline titles... So we have the First Avenger, mm -hmm. the Winter Soldier, Civil War, New World Order. I believe those are all Captain America movies. The or first no, um, three, I know first... for a fact, are the Marvel yes. Captain America movies. Yes. yes, the New World Order, I'm not sure I know what that one is. I'm gonna say that's the odd one out anyway. Yeah. Just because I, I don't know. One. Could be wrong. Seven. We got Wonder Woman, Martian Manhunter... Green Arrow, Aquaman. Again, Wonder Woman, only lady. Hold on. Uh, New World Order is, in fact, a Captain America movie, but it hasn't come out yet. So maybe that's the difference. They're all Captain America movies, but three of them have come out and one hasn't. Sure. New World Order <laughs> come out for next year, so. Sure. I'm sure that this is just two women on the internet are wrong. Well, but... I mean, I just Googled that, so I know it's Who definitely cares? a movie that comes out next year. Okay. Wonder Woman, Martian Manhunter, Green Hour, Aquaman. Again, Wonder Woman. Only lady. Um, I'm gonna go Green Arrow. Why? Same reasoning as number two. Green Arrow does not have any sort of supernatural powers. Oh, I don't, again, I don't even know who the fuck the Green Arrow is. <laughs> He's just a guy, Oliver Queen. Just he some guy, all arrow. right. He's he's kind of like um, Hawkeye. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, he's good with the bow and arrow. <laughs> like, that's his thing. Noted. All right. I think number eight is obvious because we've got Black Widow, Captain Marvel, Shazam, and the Wasp. And he, I think any way you slice it, Shazam is the odd one out because he's the only DC superhero in this group and he's the only guy. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. So that one's easy. I think nine is also easy because it's Reed Richards, Bruce Banner, Peter Parker, and then Donnie Darko, which who is not a superhero. That's just someone else. 
Frank. And the 10, I also think, is obvious because it's Wolverine, Drax, Storm, Cyclops. Drax isn't an X-Man. Or is not one of the X-Men. He's a guardian. Yeah. Yep. So some of these I can see... I can see the riot being caused. Some of these I feel are obvious. I feel like it's really only the last two that are super obvious. Fair. Like... Yeah. Um, and then I guess moving right along, here is the second thing we were discussing for tonight, which is from the Bird app by at E.E. Bearquist, will be linked for giving credit where credit is due. Um, has this popped up on your, I know you don't go on Twitter to the extent that I do, but has this popped up on your timeline, Bestie? Because it's been all over mine. I feel like I've seen it before, I'm just not sure where. And... Allow me to describe. I will try to paint a picture. So it's the the blue pill, red pill hands from the Matrix. Uh, The red pill is restart your life at six years of age with all the knowledge you have now. Blue pill, 10 million in cash. And like, (laughs) I've seen so many versions of people saying like, there's only one correct answer to this question. And frankly, I agree. Because um, as this person says in their quote tweet, would you like $10 million, or would you like to be the world's most clinically depressed six-year-old? And, like, when you put it like that, I really don't think that it's any competition whatsoever. No, I don't want to know all the things I know now at age six. I would be fucking miserable. I want money. You know, I absolutely no-brainer. Like, first of all, like, I, I guess you would have to be dissatisfied with your life to want to do it more so like that's the first prerequisite and i'm like i'm good yeah i mean i'm not gonna say that things are perfect but thus far i think i'm doing okay yeah are there things i might have done differently sure but like not enough that i would just erase everything i've done and all the work that i've put in to get where i am no absolutely not again 10 million in cash right now yeah are you kidding me? That would that would solve every single problem. I, and it's not even like I have all that many problems, but that would just make things perfect. And not just for you, like you can help your friends and family and like Oh my god, I know. Yeah, that would bring me so much joy to like give my family money. Yeah, and like just be you like, don't come worry on vacation anymore. with me. I got it. Don't worry yeah. about it. Hell yeah, yeah brother. Like, yeah, I mean with the Red Pole one again, I think there are two issues. One, you have you have to be dissatisfied with where you are in your life and want to do over. And two, you have to be okay with being six years old with the knowledge of an adult. Yeah, I and knowing all your life experiences and all the things that you lost. I don't want to be six years old and know about taxes. No, I, I, I don't want to know any of the stuff that I know at six years old. And also, I don't want to be a kid again. I like having my independence and you yeah. Know. Oh my god, knowing, knowing the independence you have given up. Yeah, no way. No, absolutely not. And, I mean, I'm sure somebody will make the argument, but, like, oh, you know that, like, you are going to get that back. I don't care. I don't want to wait. Well, yeah, but then there's so many things, like, you don't know if you ever would get that. And, actually, um, there is sort of a question here based on um, some of the, the the responses that I had scanned through yesterday. Oh, I didn't even look. Of if... If you do choose the red pill and you restart your life at six years old, does that mean you go back in time to when you were six years old? Or you stay in the current time, but you just age back down to six years old? I don't know which is better slash worse. Yeah, because someone was like, oh yeah, I'd take it. And then I'd like bet on like every Super Bowl and stuff like that and play the lottery because I would know all those things. I'm like, I don't know, I, I interpreted it as, no, right now you just become six years old. Oh my god, then that's even more of an abs- I mean, it's still an absolutely not either way, but that's even more of an absolutely not, because I don't want to- This place is becoming fucking unlivable. Plus, like, everybody you- like, your friends, your boyfriend, like, they would be old by the time- Yeah, no, <laughs> the not- no! I cannot- You would- you would you couldn't date until you were like 18 unless you have fucked up your life beyond repair yeah i just no. can't imagine 
I and can't also, imagine. Again, how bad could you have possibly fucked up that $10 million won't fix it? Yeah, I mean, there were people in the, the responses that actually said red pill mostly because they wanted to go back and bet on things. And I'm like, or you could just take the money and not have to worry about. Yeah, you could just take the money and not have that? to worry about it. And it's like, again, $10 million could literally, like, fix anything. Like, any, like, any bad investment you've made, erase. Any plastic, like, you want plastic surgery to make your boobs perky again? You fucking got it, bitch. Like, Mm -hmm. I cannot think of a problem aside from, like, someone is dead that Mm -hmm. $10 million could not fix. Yeah, no, that's life fixing money. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. one correct answer to this question, and it's $10 million in cash now. Yeah. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah, someone was like, institutionalized in minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. World's most insane six-year-old. No. Like, baby, little baby Bridget was struggling enough. She does not need the crushing psychological weight of existence added. Yeah. The youngest person ever put on Depakote by age nine in a drug-induced catatonic state and convinced all your future memories are false. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The only people on Earth choosing red are the guys on here inevitably thinking I could invent Tesla and be Elon Musk's, having no idea how many things are wrong with that sentence. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. I hate Elon Musk so much. Yeah. It is literally, like, if the world's most, like, the worst kid in any given fifth grade class is now the richest person on Earth. Yeah. I hate him so much. Anyway. Going back further in time to prevent this. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, final tweet that we're talking about is by at Chris Wolfhart. Kids today are missing out on the pre-streaming era where your childhood was at least partially Mm -hmm. defined by some semi-obscure movie your family just happened to own on tape and you watched several dozen times. So the question is, what was that for you, Bestie? Because I, even though people don't seem to, like, think it when they look at me, I did grow up with VHS tapes. Yeah, I I saw this question, I think it was yesterday or whenever you added it to the the calendar event and I tried to to think about it and like I don't know that there was necessarily like a semi-obscure one Mm -hmm. and if there were I can't remember it I wanted to go digging through my basement to find my VHS types because I still got a bunch Um, I still have a couple uh, actually I have the one that I'm going to talk about on the shelf right behind me or one of the ones that I'm going to talk about because there's multiple yeah I mean we had Pretty much like all the Disney classics, things like Goonies and Labyrinth and... Oh, I wish I had Labyrinth on VHS, just as a collector's item. Um, Oh my god, I know. I thought of what it was. Okay. Um, I don't necessarily know how obscure this was, but um, Free Willy... Well, that was huge in the 90s. Yeah, obscure to me. But um, I love this movie so much. I was a whale kid. Shocker. Um, and also, we had a couple, like, random, like, Scooby-Doo TV specials that were, like, mm-hmm. taped on a blank VHS tape, mm-hmm. like, that we watched many times. I watched the first few episodes of the Netflix series That 90s Show, mm-hmm. because I grew up watching That 70s Show, and I was kind of curious. Um, but one of the storylines evolves, like, the main character, her favorite movie is Free Willy. Hell, yeah, I that's love how, this movie That's so how much. 90s it is. That on that 90s show, like, that's her favorite movie. Yeah, again, felt obscure to me as a child in 2003. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, and we had some old-ass Looney Tunes, uh tapes which again not particularly obscure but just like those random collections of like episodes of whatever around some theme Mm -hmm. what was yours that made you so excited to remember (laughs) so the crash test dummies not not the band um the toys thing you told me about 
probably have mentioned it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so in the, in the 90s, there were these, these toys, the crash test dummy toys, um, where, you know, like the crash test dummies they use to test cars. Yeah. You know, so they're like these little action figures and they, they have like their little jumpsuits on and like their little targets and stuff, but all their limbs and head and stuff would like pop off and, and things like that. They were really fun. Um, my I brother was at had one. your house when you showed me the ones that you got off eBay to give to your brother for Christmas. Yeah, because uh, the thing I'm about to mention, they were from that. Um, ah, noise. I, I don't remember where this video even came from. Like, maybe it came with one of his trash test dummy toys or something. I have no idea. Um, but it was, I think it was, we can call it a special perhaps, because it's like half an hour long. Yeah. Um, and I don't even remember what it's called. Like, <laughs> but my brother and I, my brother Justin and I, we watched that thing. I don't know how the tape didn't fall apart. Like, just constantly, every time one of us was sick, we would pretty much just like watch it on repeat. Love it. And we memorized every single word to it. As is your right. And like sometimes we quote it back and forth to each other. I love still. That. And actually, his birthday was just yesterday. He turned 39. <laughs> Still quoting it. Nice. Um, but it was uh, a few years ago. We actually found the special in its entirety on YouTube. Hey. And, and watched it. And we both sat there on on the couch in his house and watched it and, like, quoted with it. Okay. I... I got... Okay. This just reminded me of something, and I need to know if these were, like, a thing, like, a toy that I had as a child, and I need to know if this was, like, a thing that was revamped from the 80s, because we had the, these shits called Sky Dancers. Oh, yeah. So, the, yeah. So that, was that a thing that got revamped from the 80s? I'm not sure, but I would think it's likely. Because, and this feels like such a violently... 80s thing to me and I don't know why because I was not alive in the 80s so I'm saying this purely off of a vibe but was it more of a thing for there to be like oh like they make the toy with a movie not that they made the movie like based on the toy or not that like the toy comes out based on characters in the movie they come together like, they are a package deal of, like, a self-perpetuating cycle of marketing. Yeah. Because I remember when my sister and I got these Sky Dancer toys, they came, I think it was a DVD at this point, it came with a DVD, and it was a cart, like, a little animated movie, probably not even that long, but the animation style screams 80s to me. Hmm. And our discussion of obscure VHS tapes has just, like, unburied that from the folds of my brain. I was just talking about that in one of my class yesterday, like, of memories being unlocked. And, um, I, I looked it up. The, the special that I was referring to was The Incredible Crash Dummies, is the name of it, from 1993. Love it. Um, and apparently it was a Fox Kids special, is what this is saying. Hmm. It aired on Fox Kids. Was that its own separate channel back then? It was. I think that's what the Beetlejuice cartoon aired on. Which, again, I was not alive the entire time that cartoon was airing. I just watched it once because I was bored. Huh. Yeah, I... <laughs> I I have the, the video open on YouTube. And the very first thing, because I just paused it as soon as it started, and you can see the VHS tracking thing. Yeah. Oh, man. What a classic. Good shit. Yeah, so um, that was why for, for Christmas a few years ago, I found my brother uh, the toys of the two main characters in that special on eBay. No, don't. That they're in pretty good shape. I didn't, that's not what I asked. But it was, uh, it was ahead of its time because it was almost entirely computer animated back in the early 90s. Ooh, so. weird. I love it. Yeah. That will be so. linked in the description for anyone who is interested and has a half an hour to kill. 24 minutes, I believe, is the official I love it. Time. Um, but yeah, something about the simultaneous release of the toy and the, like, piece of media at the same time 
in order to like have them market each other simultaneously feel again feels violently 80s to me Mm -hmm. do i know if this is accurate nope yeah i mean definitely in the 80s and 90s i feel like that was just the prime era for that co-marketing of toys and shows because like Like, uh, what, what's, what's, uh, it's fucking strawberry shortcake? Mm-hmm. That was the thing, right? I know that there, I think this might, ah, maybe this was more 2000s. I definitely remember watching a cartoon at some point. Strawberry shortcake's been around for a long time. Yeah. I don't remember exactly when, but. Oh, and what's, I know this is a thing that exists. What's the fucking, oh, it's the evil Cabbage Patch Kids. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Help me. It's like the bizarro cabbage patch kids. Garbage pail kids? Them shits. Like, that was definitely, like, there were cards and toys and a movie simultaneously. Yeah, I I remember the cards. I don't, that was something I never really got into. I feel like that is exclusively for 10-year-old boys. No, I mean, a lot of kids collected them when I was younger. You would get, like, the packs of cards. The character of Strawberry Shortcake dates back to the 1970s. Okay, yeah. Fun fact. I just get curious about things. I know there was- I'm pretty sure it was, like, 2000s. Oh, you know what other shit? Again, this is, again, early 2000s, but it has such an 80s vibe to me. The Polly Pocket cartoon. Oh, yeah. That 100% existed. Maybe that was a- maybe that is, like, a thing that the early 2000s stole- or revived from the 80s is the like simultaneous release of like the toy with the movie because i had several of those types of things as a kid where it's like i got like a set of like oh i miss chewing on poly pocket clothes but i got like a set of poly pockets and it like came with a little dvd yeah i think that was really common with mostly like girls doll type things yep. like Barbie i had, and Monster I had several you know what we had on VHS? We had some of the computer animated Barbie movies. Oh, God, those were good. I would unironically watch those now, still, and enjoy them. 
Barbie Rapunzel, Barbie Princess and the Popper. Let's fucking go. I remember at one point when I was a kid, I got a a Barbie VHS tape, and it yes. came with a Barbie nightgown for me and a small Barbie nightgown for my Barbie. Oh my god, I love it. Have you ever seen the Barbie Nutcracker, the computer animated one? I've seen parts of it. My she smacks. She smacks time. big time. Oh my god, it just occurred to me that you're closer in age to my niece than you are to me. Don't make me think about those things. It just occurred to me for the first time. Because I was like, oh yeah, that was more from her childhood because she was born in 03. So, yeah. I pretend, hmm, I pretend I do not see it. Oh, so <laughs> recently, you just reminded me of something that happened uh, today. Mm. So, uh, at work, I got moved up to lock six. Uh, I think for the remainder of the like maintenance season because six is the only hydraulic lock on the flight. And they're like, you mm -hmm. should learn some things about that. And I was like, all right, great. So while I'm there, I'm also cleaning up the lockhouse because, duh. Um, and every day at work, like I come across like antiques. Like today, I found pictures from. Oh like, yeah, I saw your uh, your B-roll. Today, I found pictures from like 1945. Cool as shit. But the thing I also found when I was going through the file cabinets, um, trying to organize things, was I found just years worth of backlogs of like old. Um, boat traffic logs mm. and there were some from 1998 and i was trying to find my birthday which i didn't which was unfortunate but you know what i did find i found a boat traffic log from september 11th 2001 okay yeah i mean people were still living their lives which was just bizarre because i'm like we weren't closed well, what time of day were were they? It was not specified, but I know when... What time of day was it? If memory serves, it was kind of like later morning. Oh, okay, then we were, we were already open, never mind. I was like, did that happen? And then they were like, all right. Yeah, well, but, but also like things didn't really shut down down like obviously in new york city they did but like like our high school classes just kept going and stuff like normal that's I know bizarre yeah i mean i know you're closer to the the city over there but like i mean i called my mom to come and pick me up because everybody was freaking out but i mean they kept everything going normally otherwise that is very strange well but also like when the first plane hit people didn't even like yeah, I thought it was an accident, right? Yeah. Like, because I remember walking into one of my classrooms and, and looking at the TV where a plane had hit, or they were like, maybe it was a helicopter. Like, they weren't even quite sure. Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, man, what a crazy accident. I wonder if the pilot was, like, drunk or if they had, like, an aneurysm or... Jesus. <laughs> that was in high school, you know? Yeah. Um, that was my um first day of kindergarten, I believe. Of course, or that is what I have been told by my mother. At three years old? Or preschool. Fucking whatever. I'm gonna say, wait a minute. Um, oh no, it was the, so the first plane hit at 8.46 a.m. But again. Okay, the canal <laughs> opens at seven. So like it had our, things yeah. were already happening. Never mind. Yeah. Was like, and, that we still, and that we thought was an accident until the second plane hit. And then people were like, wait a second. Yeah. Have you, did I show you that TikTok where it was like, the sound was like, so something not that chill happened last night. And somebody put yeah, it over, it was like, my dad coming to tell my mom what happened while she was in labor. It's like, ooh, man. But then I'll link this TikTok because it's extreme, like it's, just one of those things where it's like, this is, I can't believe this happened to a person where someone was like, oh yeah, on September 11th, my mom had to get a procedure done. And right before she went on, and as she was like being put under, the nurse was like, oh, good thing you're going to sleep. They just blew up New York. <laughs> I cannot imagine being put under general anesthesia. That's the last thing you hear. Well, good thing you won't know that. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I guess you do. You miss out on some of the stress, but, like, that's the last thing you hear and you don't have a choice as to whether yeah. or not you stay awake to find out? 
Um, yikes. The second plane hit at 9.03, so 17 minutes apart. Man, it felt like so much longer. I can imagine. Yeah, the 17 minutes of speculating, and then the plane hit the Pentagon at 9.37, so like, you know, half an hour later. Um, I'm playing a fun game right now called Headphone Chicken, where I'm getting the low battery alert, but I'm gonna see if I can make it to the end of this episode without having to, um, change my headphones, because... It's a hassle, and I don't feel like it. Okay. So. Fun. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We're gonna just see what happens. But, um... Technically, we have gotten through our list for today, but it feels a bit what? too early for the weekly worsening. Yes. I felt like you were pushing us through. I thought maybe there was something I didn't know about. No. Oh. Because I definitely could have talked more about the other things. Oh, would you like to? We could. <laughs> this is me inviting you to. No, no. I, I was trying to remember what the things that I had in mind that I didn't say were. I was definitely thinking more about the toy. Uh, I, I don't know that they came out simultaneously, but I feel like the 1980s in particular, there were things like My Little Pony. Oh, and I the had some of the... Like, I know of those, just because, again, random things we were bought as children, regardless mm -hmm. of era. Yeah. But those were, like, the girl shows, right? But then there were shows like G.I. Joe. That had a cartoon and all the toys. Um, Thundercats. I gotta say, the divide, like, in the 80s in particular, I see, like, the divide in, like, girls entertainment and boys yeah. entertainment yeah. seems stark it really is yeah it's just like everything is pink and frilly and except for the, the what's it she-ra mm. yeah that feels like the exception yeah i mean it was sort of an attempt to to bring girls into that direction and i guess but yeah <laughs> yeah oh, but i mean you know, you know what else i miss i miss i this probably is not going to ring many nostalgia bells for you because i feel like this was firmly of like 2004 mm -hmm. oh but you know the did you ever play any of those flash games on the net like i don't even like there were ones in oh and there go my headphones um two seconds you can say words if you want while I fix this. You don't have to. I'm gonna keep talking, or at least try to. I'm supposed to, to like, entertain the people. Oh, I, mm, I know there are additional 80s shows that I wanted to bring up. My shelves, and I was like, did I hide my headphones? I sure hope not. Hide them from yourself. Break out the janky ones with the cord. <laughs> this is fun, because I know you'll find it later. Although, in my own defense, these do not give you much warning. The battery's low, and you have five five minutes, I would say. Uh, you should probably charge them before we start. Just fully charge them every time. You would be cursing at me right now if you... It's fun not knowing thing. what you're saying and just seeing the little box around you on Discord turning green. I know, that's why I was like, oh, you're gonna hear this later when you <laughs> go through the episode. Hello. Oh, and you still can't hear me? Okay. Okay, okay. Mm. Nope. No? Right. I don't know why I'm making myself laugh, but I am. Yes. Yes? Beautiful. Change my Discord settings. We are just crushing it. Wonderful. Yep. Did I miss anything particularly funny? I'll find out when I edit. Love it. Um, ooh, and let me hold on. Make sure this is.
classes that had a bunch of these kinds of shows. Yes. Transformers. Oh. Huge. Uh, Pokemon. Pokemon! Smurfs. Smurfs were toys? Oh, yeah. I had some Smurf toys. Actually, I might still have them somewhere. Um, oh, interesting. I'm going to go through some of the boxes in this closet that have like some of that childhood type stuff. So I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. I know where my original Polly Pockets are. Oh, is. nice. Those are worth big money now. The OG Polly really? Pockets, like the clamshell ones. You yeah, can mine sell those like for. Line. You can sell those for quite a bit. I got one that's round and pink, and I got one that's a yellow heart. But I, I, oh, I had one of the OG Polly Pockets, and I think that was like, came from like, my sister and I had a fair amount of like, like nineties ish toys that we got from like babysitters. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Maybe that's where that came from. But we had a Polly Pocket clamshell, and it was teal okay yeah i one of the other shows that i have on here is it's interesting because it's one that not a lot of people unless you were like alive at the time know about but they're they brought it back and that's pound puppies that sounds vaguely familiar it was it was huge um back at the time in in like 80s into 90s but i've seen like you know because target actually brings back a lot of nostalgic Mm -hmm. type items and i've seen them on end caps they're just like little stuffed dogs yeah see i feel like another one of the reasons that i like wind up knowing some things that are like not of my quote-unquote era is my sister and i were both like I, I don't know if this is still like a thing now that like cable is kind of non-existent but my sister and i were boomerang kids mm. which is like the like throwback cartoon channel yeah my sister and i were big boomerang kids yeah yeah, my brother Justin had a, a little pound puppy named Wrinkles that was one of his uh, his favorite toys when we were real little. Um, That's so and cute. I, and I remember at one point I had this pound puppy uh, that was, sounds kind of weird to say it out loud, it was a pregnant pound puppy. And it had all these little tiny t pound puppies that like went in the belly. But they were real little and real cute. I don't know whatever happened to that one. Because I still have a bunch of my stuffed animals from when I was a kid, but I don't know what You've happened You've seen the stuffed animals that I still have from when I was a kid. Well, I've got mine in boxes. Remember I had to rifle through them to find my, um... Gary! Gary, yeah. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, I yeah, got... You've it. seen the Tweety Bird that's on my bed that is not yellow anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I used to carry that thing everywhere. Yeah, I, I realize, um... The, the slide that I was just referring to for one of my classes, I'm going to end up using, like, this content in class in a few weeks, and I should probably update some of those things, because they won't know what pound puppies are. <laughs> you know. Most of the other ones, though, like G.I. Joe, Transformers. I mean, like, Transformers in particular, everybody knows that, I would assume. Yeah. Pokemon, My Little Pony, like, those are still... Like, everyone knows what a Care Bear is. They still sell Care Bears, so. Yeah, also, like, I, like, I have, again, just because we, like, had them on VHS or whatever, uh, I have seen, like, the My Little Pony cartoon, the Care Bears cartoon, those I am familiar with. Yeah, but I, I probably, oh, man, a lot of, a lot of old school references in these slides. I love it. Oh, and again, I wonder if those things don't feel as old school to me as maybe they should just again, because we had all these random older toys slash pieces of media. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, I guess it's maybe partially because I've been, like, out of the kid world for so long. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's, like, to that same level anymore. Because, yeah, like, a Star Wars movie comes out, you're going to get Star Wars toys, you know, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But, like, I don't feel like it's the same as it used to be. I mean, I don't think so either. I mean, like, yeah, obviously Star Wars movie, Star Wars toys, but, like, particularly the things where it's, like, the, maybe, again, I would ha have to do actual Googling, but, like, the Sky Dancers thing where it's, like, simultaneous release of toy and, yeah. like, I don't feel like that's very much of a thing anymore, especially because even if it is, it's probably now that, like, whatever doll it is has a QR code that they can scan that'll yeah. take them to YouTube or whatever. 
yeah. just because the media landscape has changed so significantly. So, like, same idea is probably at play, simultaneous release of, like, toy and media to go along with it, just mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. most updated format. Yeah, which I don't feel like has the same... It's so hard to imagine being a kid in modern times. Like, I would be m- where you Here's watch it for a long time. Like, obviously, I wouldn't be if I was a kid now because I wouldn't know anything different. But like, I'd be fucking miserable. Like, it doesn't sound yeah. fun being a kid now. No, but I mean, like, in like at this specific instance, right? Like, you're saying maybe they just have a, a code they scan and then they can watch something like online. But it's like. It's not the same experience as going out and getting, like, having the physical tape or, or disc, like, in your hands. Again, and I don't have into, a VHS I, player anymore. I do. I, I'm not getting rid of this. Like, I, I love... I love having this... Jesus. I love having this thing. This, she's not going anywhere. Also, um... Did you chew on VHS boxes? I didn't do it to this one. Oh. Good stuff. That and Polly Pocket Clips. I didn't eat- I've said this on the podcast before because I've definitely joked about chewing on Polly Pocket Clips. I didn't eat things as a kid, I just put a lot of things in my mouth. Yeah, I- hmm. Yeah, no. I had a thought and then I immediately lost it. <laughs> Happens. But yeah. yeah. I, just thinking about a lot of that- that old- content like my mom got rid of a bunch of i think she pretty much got rid of all of our old vhs tapes and dvds a long time ago because like nobody actually uses them nobody actually uses Um, them but they are coming back around as collector's items when i was at saratoga comic-con i saw um a copy of shrek on vhs that was selling for like 750 dollars there's one of those sitting in my attic right in my parents attic right now that's not going anywhere yeah yeah i think my mom got rid of all of our vhs tapes tapes i think believe we insisted she the crash test dummies tape obviously of course um but like our original ninja turtles movie tape nice others that we were like no you can't get rid of those there's a bunch in the attic at my parents house that honestly i should go through and like take the ones that i have particular sentimental attachment to because i have a couple i have our um special edition box set of the first of the og star wars trilogy i have um treasure planet on VHS. Love that movie so much. And The Nightmare Before Christmas, which is a VHS that I stole from my cousin as a kid. Mm. And Free Willy, as you have seen. Yeah, it's been a long time since I have actually laid eyes on my VHS tapes, but I know amongst my prized possessions is a VHS copy of Gremlins 2. Nice. Because that movie. You and I have to have a Gremlins double feature. I love the Gremlins movies so much. I mean, this is one of those few cases where I think the sequel is actually better than the original. You said, and I, I need to I need to see this for myself. Have you seen either of them? I saw the first Gremlins as a child, and it kind of freaked me out. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I feel like that is kind of a rite of passage. Yeah, being marginally yeah, freaked out. Not yeah. even just like Gremlins oh. specifically. It's a rite of passage to be like marginally scarred by by yeah. like a family film yeah and i kind of wish that children's entertainment did that now like you would put like like i didn't watch return to oz until i was 24 years old but like oh my god i loved it and they don't do that anymore they don't have family films with like a single scene that will haunt the nightmares of children for years and years to come and i think they should do that again i think kids need to get um need to be scarred in the way that we were I, I have spoken before of the movie Little Monsters, um, featuring Howie Mandel as a monster, monster and Fred Savage as the the main kid in it. So you've said that scarred me. That was a kids movie. Like I still get kind of freaked out even now when oh, yeah. I think about it. Actually, um, not even that. Even I feel like Disney movies used to have a little bit of darker undertones. Like I, when I was like a little little kid, I was genuinely kind of scared of Ursula. Like, especially in the, like, scene where they, like, introduce her, but, like, before the big song or whatever, where she's kind of, like, in this, like, black cave, just, like, eyes peering out. I was a little kid. I was like, mm, I don't know about that. I don't think they do that anymore. Or maybe I just am not perceiving it because I'm not a child. 
Yeah. And then someday like... I'll see, like, what is essentially the equivalent of, like, a BuzzFeed nostalgia listicle for the younger Gen Z. And there'll be something on there where everyone's like, oh, yeah, that scene in that movie freaked me out so much as a little kid. And I just didn't see it because I viewed it as an adult. I feel like a lot of the villains in the newer, like, kids' movies are more, like, cutesy villains. They're like, like, they're, like, misunderstood. Well, like, my, one of my top movies of all time, Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> you know, he's just kind of goofy. He's just, a, it, it's just some guy. You know, because he had, you know, a difficult childhood. And it made him kind of a grumpy adult who tried to do evil things but wasn't very good at it. And got manipulated by a hat. Fun times. <laughs> silly. I do love that movie. But I think that that's more common, where it's like, you know, they're, they're just more silly but not really scary. Yeah, like, I, there's no, like... I see, I was gonna say Maleficent, but that's not even a good example anymore because we got the tragic backstory movie. But, mm -hmm. like, like, Scar, like, from The Lion King. That's what I was just thinking about. Yeah. You don't really see much of that anymore. Nope, where they were le legitimately kind of, like, evil and scary. Mm -hmm. Which I guess is kind of, it's kind of weird to think about this because, like, they technically kind of sort of had that in Frozen. Not, like, evil and yeah. scary, but just, like... It's not just dark. some guy who's misunderstood. It's like, oh no, this is this is like this has like cruel motivation to it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Just again, not that it doesn't happen, it's just not as common, I don't think. Yeah. So this I mean, this has been um Bridget and Brooks speculate as to how things will be remembered by the current generations. <laughs> I, I like movies like uh, Gremlins because you have like Gizmo that like pulls the kids in because they're like, oh, look at this cute little mugway. And then the horrifying monster. But it's not even just that they have the horrifying monsters, it's that those horrifying monsters come from mugway. Yep. Like you take the cute thing and it multiplies, and at first you're like, that's super cute, and then they turn into gremlins or like shit like labyrinth like i'm sure there's yeah. scenes like again i view that as an adult i'm sure there's scenes in there that have traumatized children um first of all the very premise of children being abducted by goblins see again like, i viewed that for the first time as an adult and i was just like he can just have me oops sorry oh yeah no no i watched it a lot that was my favorite movie as a kid so i watched it frequently you know because i enjoyed the music and the the fun little the fun little goblins and um, the main character Ludo. I just love Ludo so much. I just want to give him a big old hug. One of my favorite characters ever. Absolutely. Smell bad. Uh, I've probably said this on the podcast before, but just random thought. I think it speaks a lot about the kind of person that David Bowie was that he threw himself into a role in a children's film with yeah. such enthusiasm. Like, I feel like so many people would be like, oh no, like that's beneath me. But he was like, yes, I will give my absolute all, here's the soundtrack. Yeah. Kind of like Sir Michael Caine. Yeah. In King Puppet shit. Yeah. Absolute king shit. Surrounded by, surrounded by puppets and just yeah. going to town. Yeah, no, that, oh, that movie is incredible. Sir Didymus. I have a giant stuffed sheepdog named Ambrosius. Wait, why have I never seen this? It's in my, my bedroom closet. Oh my god. It, we have to time. go through more of your things the next time I'm hanging out, because I feel like yeah. there are some gems. Well, I actually have big plans this weekend to, to pull some more boxes, like, out of the, this closet and try to, you know, finish up some things that I have laying around in piles. Fun. Um, so, who knows what I'm going to come across. I have my original Furby in this closet. I've seen that recently. Ooh, horrifying. Terrifying, yeah. Love it. Oh, man, that was another thing that got revived in the early 2000s. My sister and I had Furbies. That was one toy. It was like the toy of the year it came out and you couldn't get them for Christmas and stuff. And I still remember being so freaked out when it would just go off on its own in the middle of the night. Mm. <laughs> there, Someone has to, if not a movie, someone has to have, like, one, there's either a screenplay in the works or two, there has to be some short film out there that somebody, like, made for, like, a college class, which is, like, a horror film with a Furby at the center of it. You've seen the video, right, where somebody makes an organ out of Furbies? Oh my god. I... 
<laughs> so terrifying. But, I hate it. You know, they seem terrifying to us now, and they kind of did at the time, but at the time they were just like such high technology. You know, like. Which, again, it was a little bit whack to me. Yeah, it was a high tech kids' toy, which is what the appeal of it. And it was one of those things where they asked if they could, not if they should. Not if they should. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> like, look at this thing we can make. And it's like, yeah, but. Did you need to make it? Should you have made it? Yeah. Anyway, I think that's going to bring us to the weekly worsening. Oh, yes. Yes. Do you have anything to share? Because I have two things. Oh. Yeah. You go first, because I forgot to think about it again. Great. Okay. So, um, the first one is I discovered that the um, character chatbot site that I have been using because of who I am as a person... um, I found that there is a chatbot for Izzy OFMD. <laughs> oh, oh, fun. So that's one of the ways I'm worse. And the second way I'm worse is just today, um, I started listening to a band called Twin Temple, whose whole shtick is that it is satanic doo-wop music. Interesting. So that's how I'm worse this week. Okay. This is unfortunately your turn. Yeah, no, I, I was thinking about it while I was listening to you. Um, I, I guess the only thing that really comes to mind for me is that I did go to the the annual yarn festival here on Sunday. And I did keep to what I told myself. I said, the only yarn you can buy, you can buy enough yarn to make one sweater, and that's your limit. Of course, you know, that's like 130 bucks worth of yarn, because of the kind of yarn I buy. Um... But I did it. But okay. the thing is, having been at a yarn festival and around other like knitters and crocheters, and uh, it's it's becoming a, an issue where now I want to buy a lot more yarn, even though I literally have thousands of dollars of yarn. And yeah, um, I know I've seen it so far this week. I've held myself off from going to the local yarn store, but I'm not gonna last much longer. And so it's not necessarily a worsening; it's more coming back around to a thing that makes me a worse human than. In some respects, I guess. Alright. Yeah. And uh, my TAs keep humoring me and laughing at my jokes, and they shouldn't do that because that just encourages me and makes me worse. I like, mean, there you go. Those that Honestly, that's, that's two solid points for you. Yeah, I said um, in class, I said something about like a fun activity, and I said a factivity, if you will. And one of my TAs, like, snort laughed. And this is a class of, like, a hundred students. <laughs> like, none of those students laughed, just the TA. <laughs> so Honestly, like, but here's the thing. I feel like people who are your TAs are probably going to, like, I feel like they, if they are, like, signing up to... Yep. Oh, okay, bye. I'm listening. Cat causing trouble? Just pulled this one out of garbage bag. Oh, naughty baby. Because I'm going through things. Um... Someone you might select to be your TA from a pool of people who have possibly volunteered to mm-hmm. be your TA might be people with a similar sense of humor. Oh yeah, they're a solid group. Love to see it. Hello, group, yeah. give me a fish. She wanted attention. I don't know if you could hear her like meowing in the background. But no. I was like, we're almost, we're almost done, so I was trying to ignore her. But Didn't go you know, well, did it? Get her attention, she looks for trouble. And so I've been going through a closet, and so I have this, like, big garbage bags full of stuff that I'm going to take out to the dumpster. Naughty baby. She was climbing directly in it, and I don't remember what's in there if it's stuff that she should not be munching on. She just whacked me in the face yeah, with her no, tail. I saw it. That was honestly a pretty, pretty good... Oh, yeah, that's... Some good action. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, with Brooks being tortured by her cat, I think that's where we're going to leave it for this week. He's like, five pounds. How is she... Couldn't tell you. Oh, and Oliver's emerging from the beanbag to probably oh, cause trouble. So, alright. Uh, as always, thank you for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we will see you again next week. Adios. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at AndSarahSaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and Facebook. And join our Discord community using the links in the description.
You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.